<laughs> you don't think the president of the United States carries a wallet? What would he carry in there? What does he need? Well, what do you carry your wallet for? But I need my I need IDs, I need credit cards, I need things, I need cash. What they, does he need? They never need a little bit of cash. What about like the vending machine? He lives where he works. He walks downstairs. He does the stuff. He's at the desk. Bing, bing, bing. Wrong guy, but <laughs> bing, bing, bing. I'm being the president. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. I'm going to release the Kraken. You betcha. 12 minutes after 8 on Wisconsin's Morning News this Tuesday morning. More from Sydney Powell coming up a little bit later in the show. Want to go through President Joe Biden's visit to Wisconsin today in part politics and part logistics because it has the possibility of affecting your life in terms of travel and things like that. So anytime the president or dignitary of any kind is in town, there are going to be some traffic issues. Mm -hmm. So the president expected in a few hours in Milwaukee, late morning arrival scheduled at Milwaukee Mitchell International Airport. The 128th Air Refueling Wing hosts Air Force One on these visits. So if you're trying to wonder, when is there going to be a motorcade? When is traffic going to be shut down on the freeway or other parts? Expect that motorcade late morning into early afternoon. So just afternoon from the airport to the Menominee Valley. President due to speak at a company called Inga Team. I was talking, when we were talking about where, I think yesterday, we're like, where exactly is he started to, Put, a, put together a plan mm, yes, for right, WTMJ. Yeah. How are we going to think? And someone mentioned Inga team. And I'm like, I've seen that name. I knew I had seen that name before. And I figured it out because the president is going to talk at this company based here in Wisconsin in the Menominee Valley called Inga team. And if it's familiar to you, it's because you might have driven by it. The headquarters building is in the valley just east of American Family Field. In fact, if you park in the lots for the ball game that are east of the freeway there, yeah. you drive right by it. And they've got this huge lettering right out front that says Inga Team. That's the name of the company. Inga Team is an international company headquartered here. Renewable energy is their field. This is the company line I pulled off the website. By electrifying society in an innovative and sustainable way through our cutting-edge technology, specializing in the conversion of electrical energy and our experience of more than 80 years providing creative solutions to specific problems. What do they do? That's renewable energy. All right. Wind, solar, hydroelectric generation and delivery products that's the business president expected to focus his remarks on the economy uh, what he and the vice president of the united states when she was here just a couple of weeks ago what they're calling bidenomics so it's i think they're calling this like an official visit because he's mixed in a mm-hmm. i'm talking with workers oh, so i'm sure. speaking on yep, the economy yep, yep. but it's as much a campaign yeah. event as anything and this has been going on since <laughs> the start of presidencies right you have an official visit, therefore it's paid for. It's not yep, a campaign yep. visit. You oh, yeah. Shake a few hands and then, right. Uh, this is nothing new. We don't know. I have not seen the back end of the itinerary for the president. So we know he's going to Inga team. Not sure if there are any satellite events. We have not been alerted to him doing any fundraising, which would make that part of it a campaign style event. Uh, if he's got any of these stops, he's stopping for ice cream you somewhere. I knew you were going to say I'm telling that. you, man. There's always an ice cream stop in your mind. Well, because we've I've seen this movie before, <laughs> right? No, there's nothing else on the schedule, but then there's like this gap in the schedule and you're like, he's going somewhere. <laughs> Gotta be an ice cream place somewhere. <laughs> Where would he go? Uh, well, isn't Purple Doors? Uh, is that? Yeah, like Third Ward, Fifth Ward-ish. Take a back route back to the, uh, Maybe. To the airport. Yeah, sure, could he could be. mix that in. Or do you, I don't know, go to the lakefront for something? 
Has he been to Leon's? I believe he has, right? I know President Clinton was at Leon's. I believe he's been to Leon's. That would be Southside. Been over there quick. 27th in Oklahoma, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. President's good for a little custard. Yeah. Those are always fun. Like, of all the vi- – look, you're going to get what you're going to get at these company visits. Ah, this is a great company I did, that I just heard about this morning when I was looking at my <laughs> remarks that were written for me, right? Regardless of the president and where they are, what they're doing, they know they got to be in Wisconsin because it's a battleground mm-hmm, state. Sure. It's a week before yeah. the GOP field is here in their first presidential debate. But the, the, the side visits are where you get a little slice, get a little bit of the personality of who that person is. Who else is there? Who wasn't expecting to see him? I'm always fascinated when I see the candidates like pull money out of their wallet. <laughs> right. Which was also planted there by someone today. <laughs> Put a 20 in there. You don't even have a wallet. <laughs> what do you have a wallet for? You even you have an ID? You don't, you don't think the president of the United States carries a wallet? What would he carry in there? What does he need? Well, what do you carry your wallet for? But I need my I need IDs. I need credit cards. I need things. I need cash. What Wait. does he need? They never need a little bit of cash. What about like the vending machine? He lives where he works. He walks downstairs. He does the stuff. He's at the desk. Bing, bing, bing. Wrong guy, but (laughs) bing, bing, bing. I'm being the president. We're going to Milwaukee today. What does he got to go through? Security? He's the president. He rolls out of the car, walks up the stairs. Here we go. I want to see a selfie by the recombobulation area. (laughs) He's putting his shoes back on and all that. (laughs) Folks, look. Recombobulating. Look, had to take my belt off. Look, folks. So he has to do the full body scan thing where they spin that around. Gets gets the special treatment over here, going through his pocket. Sir, do you have anything in your pockets? I emptied them out. Sir, there's, we're seeing something in your pocket. Oh, I forgot. It's my chapstick. He's got his little Carmex here from in Wisconsin. Little jar of Carmex. Right, yeah, that'd be exciting. Oh, sorry, folks. Didn't mean to hold up the line. But that'll so, be a fun day at the office for those folks when you have a presidential visit. That's cool. I've been. Remember if I've been on one of those tours, some of them run together. I probably saw more of President Bush than anyone, uh, W. Bush, yeah, just because of where his presidency fell in line with where I was in my reporting stages. I remember seeing him at the Art Museum. He was at the, in the Calatrava for an event. I saw Dubs at one of the hotels. He was doing mm-hmm. a fundraiser for Congressman Mark Green, who was running for governor. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who else was there, but he came out and stood there yeah. and he like did like the draw pose. Like he really had kind of a, yeah, <laughs> like a cowboy pose always when he was. Yeah. He came in, out there just like, look at me. When he was at ease, yeah. right. His at ease pose was kind of like, yeah, it's my turn it's to talk Swashbuckling. Now. I saw President Clinton speak in De Pere. I went to school at St. Norbert and I was just out of college. So that would have been 96 campaign. So I just graduated and he did a Labor Day event there outdoors huge in the park right on the river there and saw him speak there i saw clinton i covered clinton when he was in 08 at the italian community center running on behalf of his wife and i remember he had gotten into trouble he had said something during like back and forth like microphone hot mic thing like in the receiving line when you're shaking hands like beforehand like two weeks beforehand so i went up with my mic just to like see if i could get close when he was doing the handshake thing and had a couple of people get in front of me saying hey where are you going yeah we're gonna (laughs) gonna change our minds on that one (laughs) yes we don't know whether president biden has any side stops scheduled for today we do know it's going to be an economic type speech which is interesting because yesterday i brought this up Uh, janet yellen the president's a Treasury Secretary was out talking about inflation, and yeah. we had the story this mm-hmm. morning about how we think with back to school, it's going to be record spending on back to school. Families are seeing it; they're seeing it in the the grocery store receipts that they bring home. 
Even recently, to too, the grocery one's starting to pop again, I've noticed. Yeah, so the president has the difficult, difficult task of saying, no, Bidenomics is working. His Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen uh, talking about that yesterday. She said that, yes, inflation is still a thing, but what they're seeing is, and, and take her for her word or not, but her line is, well, but wages are growing as well. So stuff's costing you more, but you're making more. Uh, she also believes that inflation is subsiding. I still believe there is a path to continue reducing inflation while maintaining a healthy labor market. While there are risks, the evidence we have seen so far suggests we are on such a path. So that's if you can expect how the president will continue to frame his economic strategy or his explanation of how it's working. There's a, an outline for you or foreshadowing, if you will. So he'll do that at uh, Inga team here in Wisconsin. You're going to go now. You're going to go. Yeah, I'm have going. You, have I'm you seen not. President Biden before? I have never. With covered, your own eyes? No, I've never covered President Biden. And I don't believe I covered him as a vice president either. Um, but yeah, going to do that today. We'll be there. Put your reporter shoes on. Mm-hmm. Put on the old press. Hey, Mr. President, see? <laughs> right. Are you going to shout things at him? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I doubt that'll be oppor- there'll be an opportunity for that, but I'll be prepared for that. You What's in be. your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can we see the wallet, sir? <laughs> How much cash are you carrying? Folks, look, I got a lot of cash. <laughs> Making it rain. Wait, who carries cash anymore? Folks, new economy. So wheels down for Air Force One late this morning into the afternoon. We've got that coming up and uh, much more here now on the new charges uh, against former President Donald Trump. We'll talk a little bit about that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty-five on Wisconsin's morning news this Tuesday morning on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. Vinny, unless I missed it, how could you not bring up the Costanza wallet? <laughs> it's clear omission on my part. Remember that he had like hard candy in there? Had everything. It's enormous. <laughs> Didn't it burst open in the wind and stuff started? Ah, he's chasing after receipts. Wouldn't that be great? The president had a wallet that big too. Breaking news from overnight, late in the evening, Monday, District Attorney in Fulton County, Georgia, announced a bevy of charges against former President Donald Trump. Many of the former president's associates also charged on the list. His chief of staff, Mark Meadows, personal attorneys Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. I'm going to release the Kraken. So these charges, what is it, 18 people in all? Yes. These are state charges. They're coming out of the state of Georgia, the district attorney there, uh, Issuing these charges, we talked with ABC's Stephen Portnoy about a half hour ago. Portnoy said, well, we knew there were charges about 9 o'clock last night, Eastern, but then like we didn't see them until around midnight. Right, and it's a long indictment. So you made a couple of interesting points about this, Eve. First of all, unlike the federal cases against the president, and apparently also in New York, like every, every state has its own rules for trials and what goes on in its courtrooms. In Wisconsin... We allow cameras to be in our courtrooms. Now, it's still at the discretion of a judge, and there are varying degrees of rules that the judge can put in place. But like we had, you know, the big trial in Waukesha on the parade guy Mm -hmm. that was on TV. Or at least streamed in many. Yes. So there are cameras in there. The news stations can go in there with cameras. Sometimes you'll have what we call a pool situation. Mm -hmm. So 4, 6, 12, 58, they all get together. The judge says, one of you. So we have one camera in the courtroom. Is going to be in there, so we don't have four, six, eight cameras in here. 
one camera in here, you guys share amongst yourselves, okay, whatever those rules, but we do allow TV cameras and recording devices in most cases here in Wisconsin. Illinois, they don't, even for state court. New York, they don't. We saw that with the charges against former President Trump in New York. In Georgia, they do as a regular matter of course. So you could see this trial on TV. Yeah, ABC Stephen Portnoy, who joined us uh, earlier this morning, brought that up. But I do know that this will play out on television. It's very likely because of the openness of the Georgia laws here. I think I think it's very likely that Americans will see this play out. Now, there's also a push. I know there are, uh, is at least a handful of Democrats who are pushing for the January 6th indictment, that case, which is in Washington, that federal case, to be televised as well, that there should be some rules lifted in order to show transparency for that case. Don't know where that stands right now. But and who this even one, makes that call? Right? I mean, it, is just, it the judge in the case? or Ultimately, you think Can she even do that? Yeah, unilaterally, or does she have to go through some sort of other approval process? But right, yeah, in Georgia. Yeah, there you go. It'll be there. And we'll see. I mean, it, it's possible. You asked a good question to Stephen also, who's in Atlanta and, and has been pouring through the documents and all that stuff. It's possible we'll see some, some people flip, a defendant or two flip on this case. I mean, you recognize some of the names that are in there. Plea deals ultimately happen from time to time. Hey, if you actually are facing a significant charge, which could put you behind bars, you oftentimes will sing. Right. You want to go to prison for this guy? Because this is how it's going yeah. down. And it doesn't even matter if it's the former president or if it's some drug dealer or some guy. Whatever. No, no one wants to go to prison, especially if they've been there before, but no one wants to go behind bars again. So it, it would not shock me if uh, you see a couple of people flip. Another way that this case is different than some of the others, and yet another that we discussed yesterday, is the fact that the president's pardon power or former president's pardon power were he to be reelected here in 2024, would not extend to any of the charges stemming from the state of Georgia. So, but what does that mean? So that would suggest that if if he were convicted and he also wins the election. From the WTMJ Breaking News Center, President Joe Biden due in Milwaukee later today. TMJ 4's Sydney Orr outside Inga Team, an energy company located in the Menominee Valley. The White House says that President Joe Biden is scheduled to land at the Milwaukee Mitchell International Airport at about 1125 later this morning. Now, this visit comes just ahead of the one-year anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act, and this legislation in part aims to address health care concerns, tax codes, and promote clean energy. Also ahead of the president's visit, Wisconsin GOP chairman Brian Schimming released a statement which reads in part, no matter how many times Biden visits our state, he won't be able to con Wisconsin voters into believing they're better off now than three years ago. president expected to address the workers there at Inga team early this afternoon. So in terms of what you can expect about delays with the motorcade late this morning, early afternoon on his way to the Menominee Valley from the airport, expect some closures around that time. Time now for news about your money in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management market update. Right now, the Dow starting the day down 191, the Nasdaq down 37, and the S&P is down 20. Get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button today. Siding Unlimited, WTMJ News Time, 837. Eight thirty nine on Wisconsin's Morning News. So you had Pink in town Monday night at American Family Field, and it didn't take real long for the Brewers to announce a big concert. 
yeah. next year already. So Lori Nickel from the Journal Sentinel joined us earlier, and we talked about, like, okay, so they had four shows this year. Never had four at AmFam in a single season. And kind of started surmising that, okay, it looks like this is going to become more and more of a thing. And here they're announcing this morning, Brewers are say that the Luke Combs show, Luke Combs, will launch his Growing Up and Getting Old tour at American Family Field on Friday, April 12th, and Saturday, April 13th. So another double feature here, 12th and 13th of April of next year. Luke Combs and lots of other opening performances included. But definitely onto something there. It was Morgan Wallen early this spring who did the back-to-back. Yeah. And if if you have an artist that can, that can sell 90,000 tickets, okay, but then might as well. It's so much trouble to put up the stage, to take down the mm-hmm. stage, all of that stuff. That, Expand that ROI a little bit. Right. Hey, man, if you're going to be here anyway, book two with us. We'll sell you 90000 and we'll really make it worth your while. See, now they have to figure out how we can just stay at the stadium overnight and then just stay there for the next day before the concert. <laughs> right, camping like and sleep stuff. sleep in the suites or Somebody's something like th- that. It's been suggested in a meeting over there. <laughs> to sleep at in the one infield. Brewer's I mean, way. There's, yeah. there's been the uh, camping there before. Sure, right, for the Arctic tailgate. Yeah, or even out in the field, right? They can figure out something. That's right. They do do an overnighter. They They like the sleepover. In terms of pink. Let's get this party Put on by all accounts I've seen, read, and heard about. An electric show there at American Family Field. Lori Nichols, uh, Eric mentioned, two-time sports writer of the year for the Journal Sentinel. She joins us on Tuesdays, and she happened to go to the show, so we spent our time with her talking about the show. She said, great show. Yeah. Heard everything she wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did find it funny. One of the posts I saw on Twitter showed Pink with a cheese head. There you go. Of course. Post said, I'm still wondering if anyone told Pink she's supposed to wear the cheese head. Lori said it came from somewhere. People had them in the crowd. She said people had pink cheese heads, like they had painted their... Well, Yellow cheese head pink. So, but pink has had like ashes thrown at her before. So she, I don't know if she wants to put anything on her person. You know what, that's she, fine. Thank it. you. Yeah, she'll hold it, but she didn't do anything else with it. Right, like a presidential gift when they come <laughs> yeah. and the ambassador of such and such yeah. has presented you. Okay, there you go. Here's this medal or this give this to some aid. Artifact. <laughs> you take care of this. Put it in my museum in a couple of years. Sitting there on the bus right now, this cheese head. I. But in, in terms of why she didn't wear it, Lori just surmised she had a pretty tight mohawk going. <laughs> I ain't messing with that. Drop that Come cheese on head on over that. So, what are the dates again for the big show? Luke uh, Combs? The April 12th and the 13th are the days. And then the sale tickets go on sale August 25th. Friday, August 25th. Tickets will go on sale. At American Family Field. 842 on Wisconsin's Morning News. <laughs> have to mention it. <laughs> Pancake is going through the bumper music. Greg Pancake Hill produces the program. When when they're not customized and specialty bumpers for particular comments yeah. or, or segments that we're doing. Then he just has a, a list of music that he typically will play. Mm-hmm. And it was revealed to him not too long ago. Because I don't like... It, everybody has a role to play on the show. <laughs> right? It's not my show. You do what you do. Greg does what he does. I do what I... Right. But when I don't like a song, usually I'll, I'll say something to you. <laughs> You'll just say, what do you say? Wasted bump? Wasted bump. bump. Wasted bump. Not... So I always snicker about it because instead of just telling Greg, <laughs> you just tell me like I'm going to do something Because I still it. want Greg to do what Greg wants to do. But Greg wants to have something that gets right. us going. And right? he's not offended if you don't he's like not. a tune. I didn't write the song. <laughs> <laughs> right. So today he said, look, I'm going to play a whole bunch of stuff. 
I'm going to look for your reaction to see if this is a bumper song that stays in the rotation. Oh, you're going to cull the herd a little right. bit. I got it. So just now, I see him peeking over here for my reaction to that one. Like, nope, not that one either. That one's not going to no, work. No, you can burn that one. <laughs> like it or launch it. 855-616. Did you see... Did you see this in nature or did someone point it out to you? The 109 degree high temperature pop up on your weather app yesterday? So you you sent me a text <laughs> saying, hey, check out next week. Then I looked and yeah, I saw on my app that uh, next week Wednesday. Yeah, next week Wednesday, high temperature of 109 degrees, <laughs> according to the built-in app that just comes on your phone. Right. It's about 110 degrees in this room. No, sir, 109, <laughs> Mr. President. But uh, so... Talked to Niznanski about that a little bit. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Niznanski. Now, Niz was onto this years ago. He always told me, it's like, look, that, that weather app on your phone, all it is is a computer algorithm. Yep, yep. They're just so running just raw numbers data. numbers and bink. Yep. But it hasn't taken into account, you know, Lake, like what he does then. He takes these raw data, these models, and then they say, well, you got Lake Michigan and you got this and I'm seeing that. And then they combine that into their forecast, which if you put them head to head, not to say our meteorologists are never wrong, but... If you put them head-to-head, just your app versus them running through their knowledge and expertise, they're going to be right more often. Of course. So Niz said it was just one of those things where it just popped a strange number, and we're not going to get anywhere near 109 degrees. Bang! He said he was... He would bank his career on that. He's like, if I'm wrong, fine, but it's not going to be 109 (laughs) next week, Wednesday. It'll not be four degrees warmer than our hottest ever temperature here in Milwaukee. They have fixed it, by the way. No longer showing 109 for next week, Wednesday. Nice job with the air conditioning, whoever. (laughs) (laughs) So if you did see that pop up, it's gone and it's not happening. The well wishes continue to pour in, Eric. I feel I almost feel a little bit guilty about it. Oh, because of your injury? (laughs) Yes. I only shared that I blew up my leg water skiing up north last week. Okay. (laughs) Blew up. Yes, it exploded. I at least pulled hamstring, glute, groin, trying to drop a ski water skiing and go slalom, and I got caught and just ripped my leg out. And I can tell. I can still tell today. Did you see me stub my toe before, and then it ripped? Mm -hmm. So it's still a little sensitive, huh? So I only shared that so people could laugh at me and with me and whatever, because it's funny, because I was being an idiot, and I hurt myself, and oh well. But like people, and I appreciate it, like have been concerned. Yeah. For my recovery. <laughs> and I think it's sort of creating the Save Ferris effect. Save Ferris Bueller? Save Ferris. Save Ferris? What? Well, um, see, we're collecting money to buy Ferris Bueller a new kidney. They run about 50 Gs or so, so if you could help out. Go piss up a flagpole. I'm sorry? You should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ferris's sister, Jeannie. <laughs> okay. Remember that? Because the story he got out, he needed a new kidney or yeah, he was on death's death door. Yeah. All he was yeah. was skipping school. So, like, I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, and I do appreciate people who, yeah, okay, nobody likes to be hurt during summer. I got tennis, golf, things I can't do now. Right, right. And it also, it does hurt. So there's that. All of that said, <laughs> my wife has had it with that. <laughs> She's done with this. Right. And we got a card at the house yesterday. Oh, I love it. <laughs> like a get well card. <laughs> In all sincerity, I'm opening oh, this up, so and it's sweet. from someone who's befriended our family, and I've known her for many years, and she's a sweet lady, and she had heard about it on the radio, and she sent me a nice card, That's wishing you nice. a, a speedy recovery. My wife's like, what do you got there? I'm like, I have a card, <laughs> wishing me well, and, a, and the eye roll, just, oh my God, with this guy. <laughs> 
She oh, then says, she was the one, I'm like, we got a save Ferris thing going here. She goes, yeah, if your name shows up on a water tower, I'm, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> oh, by the way, I hope your son is feeling better. I beg your pardon? Tell him all the guys at the station here are pulling for him. <laughs> She's picking up Jeannie at the police right. station. Yep, yep. Yeah, tell him the guys here at the station are pulling for him. She's busy flirting with Charlie Sheen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a great, I mean, it's my favorite movie of all time for a lot of reasons. And it's not that there aren't a million girls. What about The Godfather? Of course, right. What about Goodfellas? Of course, yes, all of yes, them. Lots of good movies. This one is, it's inspirational. It's hilarious. It has a message. It's all of those things. Yeah. So for me, and it's you said, 80s, perfect right 80s yep, film. Yep, yep. So Ferris Bueller, favorite movie ever. Right. But that scene with her and Charlie Sheen. Oh, that's brilliant. What are you, a psychiatrist? No. <laughs> Why don't you keep your opinions to yourself? But in terms of advice, good advice. Yeah, yeah, you got to spend advice. a little bit more time worrying about yourself. Less time worrying about what your brother does. Okay, Charlie. Right. Do you right. have the Goodell yes. thing? Yes. So uh, NFL Give commissioner. Give me Goodell again. NFL commissioner Roger Goodell was in town. He was in Green Bay uh, yesterday, and uh, obviously there's camp and everything going on. But the main reason Goodell was in town was to help celebrate, kick off all that stuff when it, as it pertains to the NFL draft. Because Green Bay, if you had not heard, is going to host the 2025 NFL draft, and this is. An enormous thing. Yes. I mean, the, some of the estimations of numbers, I saw someplace they're saying like maybe a quarter of a million people yeah. in some way or form or will be in the Green Bay area for the draft. And it's they make, nuts. They make 50-some million dollars in economic impact, if not more than that. Like, it's a huge deal. So Goodell is in town. The governor was up there and others all talking about um, about this this happening and how exciting it is for the region and whatnot. And he let this slip. He said a little something, didn't mean to, but maybe Freudian, who knows? Mark said 54 million, so I'm going to put the gauntlet down now. We have been getting closer to 70 recently, so we want to see the Green Bay Super Bowl get 70 million. Excuse me, Pro. (laughs) Sorry, NFL draft. Hey, you just got a Super Bowl. (laughs) You want to be in it or you want to host it? I'm not sure which one. Both. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm not surprised at that answer, by the way. That was good. Uh, yeah, there you go. So good. <laughs> the crowd just goes nuts. Because there were people there. It's pouring rain in Green Bay. They came out in the early morning. I love that. That, that makes you laugh that it, people actually came to uh, see the commissioner. Of course they did. Well, because Eric, Eric said, like, I'm like, I love the people, the reaction. Both. The Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, like, right I'm away. Like, no, you said, you said, Goodell, you said Super Bowl. So <laughs> there's their reaction. And then you're like, well, isn't that just like, Team Minions or various other people. So we want to see the Green Bay yes, Super hero. Bowl get 70 million. Excuse me. Pro, <laughs> sorry. NFL draft. Hey, you just got a Super Bowl. So, yeah, that's not you just. You said Goodell. That's just not Bowl. the front Are office you people. It's like, there's a lot of front office people. Where I'm like, no, people went to that. Green Bay went to that. <laughs> What's Kids, wrong with that? No swimming lessons today. We're going down to the stadium. 1265 Lombardi. No, Commissioner's here. No I want you to see this. this week. Right. For sure. And there's, no, I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. I hey, think it's so owners. classic Green Bay. Yes. They were there. And then Goodell just slips. and like, Oh, no, you said. <laughs> Next year we're going to host. You also had an interesting fact this morning. Yeah, I did not realize this, but uh, Goodell told us that Green Bay is not the first city in Wisconsin to host the NFL draft. Back in 1940, Crivets 
hosted. <laughs> <It's not crypt. laughs> Chippewa Falls, in fact. Baraboo, right. remarkably. <laughs> no, it was in Milwaukee, right? In the, Milwaukee, in the 40, hosted, 1940, yeah. is that Way back when. And this will be the 90th one. So when Green Bay hosted, that's kind of cool. It'll be the 90th that's NFL draft, cool. but not even the first time in Wisconsin. I, I had no idea that Milwaukee hosted way back when. If it had been in Crivets, it wouldn't actually have been in Crivets. <laughs> it would have been like in Pound, but everyone just said Crivets. <laughs> oh, that's Crivets. Like the geographical area that we see in our minds as Wisconsinites of Crivets is basically anything <laughs> north of Green Bay. Yes. And and east of Wausau, yeah. that's Crivitz, yeah, Crivitz area. <laughs> and it stops. Yeah. It stops at the UP. Right. Yeah, it's Prittner Crivitz, <laughs> eight fifty five on Wisconsin's Morning News.